All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Planet Xbox Podcast, episode 21. I am your host, Best Bot Kid Smooth. I got my co-host, ILP, Lord Gaming Addict. What what's is going up? on, guys? Uh, I'm a little under the weather, uh, so you know, keep that in mind as we do this. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, wishing you a speedy recovery. Eat yourself a jalapeno, uh, a lemon, and a... Uh, some ginger you'll be all right in a couple of days um man uh i just realized have you never done the spin in the podcast or the clap uh the the spins usually for the videos <laughs> we gotta open the podcast with the uh with the with the chair spin we gotta start the yeah. podcast with you facing the posters and this i ain't spin. doing that alone you gotta do it too if i have to i do, do, do i don't have wireless headphones well, you'll have to figure something <laughs> yeah. out. Like, this I'll, ain't wireless. I'll mess around and, and knock over the whole set. Right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. So, what's going on? A couple of things happened in the news today uh, in vi- video gaming. Uh, they're still releasing bangers uh, this year. But I think we finally got the last uh, major game outside of Call of Duty, which is I think is still what a week away or so. Um, what do you What do you been playing? What's occupying uh, your your time, Attic? And as I unfreeze this gameplay, my bad. We're selling a five. I thought you beat that. I did, but I didn't kill the Reaper in the momentums, okay. and where it's leaving Game Pass on the thirty first. I was like, I'm not buying this game just for that so i've been focusing on you know because i have to go through new game plus so that's what i'm doing right now so you are fully taking advantage of how game pass work the game you're working on a game that's leaving game pass in a few days you know what it reminded me of remind me of uh doc dark he had uh he had to finish guardians of the galaxy until uh he and he beat it like right up into the moment the game was uh, available in, uh, in the game pass because he it was either he was so far into it he couldn't just let it leave or he had to buy it so it, it, it's crazy that i do i actually probably should, I, I it's too late for me there's no way i'm beating persona 5 uh by october 31st um I'm, i think I, I i left the game off at uh palace 3 maybe um there, i think there's seven palaces and all really? i just beat the the fifth palace on my second playthrough okay Wait a minute, you think there's well, seven or there are eleven? There's seven. Oh damn, dude. I feel kinda kinda stupid. You could beat it. You would just have to like it would be very hard. You would have to skip a lot of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I've been skipping the dialogue because I already beat the game once. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the game doesn't offer anything different in a second playthrough different. I mean. I guess. Um it's like I want to, you know what I I want? I want for Persona 5 Strikers. Isn't that a little bit more freeform action? Or is it? Yeah. Still... yeah. So pretty much like what I'm doing right now is I'm leveling up. Because when I did the new game plus, I kept all my weapons and stuff. Mm, okay. uh, so I'm leveling that stuff up again. Like I need to get, <clears throat> I need to get to a level where I can, because I, I I do think that I could take on the the Reaper now with mm-hmm. the stuff I have. I just got to level my actual level up to be able to fight him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, um, 
Alan Wake has released. Uh, I don't know where it's sitting at on Metacritic, but I think it opened up with 90s. I think it's probably settled down at a 89 on PlayStation, 90 something on PC, and no review scores on the Xbox. I'm, I'm still, even the digital foundry coverage kind of tripped me out a little bit. Um, what's going on? What are you hearing? I mean, I know you got your ears to the streets and these gaming streets. Uh, you're privy to some information that I'm not. I want to know what's going on. Like, what's up with the the Alan Wake? It's like all the coverage was based around PlayStation for some reason. It's a that happens a lot when it comes to you know. I didn't know this, but they have to to pay for those review copies. Wait, so what? yeah, they. Who? I um when I interviewed Travis on reviewing process, he said a lot of these studios have to pay for those individual games that they send out in review codes. Like, oh yeah, they, you, yeah, yeah, yes. And expen- and that, that makes sense. Okay. It's like a concession. It, yeah. If you are a, a console manufacturer, you don't have to obviously pay for that because you know, that's who they would pay. They got to pay that 30% that they would give PlayStation to them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Maybe PlayStation was offering them a, a deal on the review copies or you know just maybe it's just like look like i have noticed that when there isn't a lot of review on one particular system Mm -hmm. is because they're putting their best foot forward and they're making sure that the only reviews that are out is like the best platform that runs the best but so i mean but we don't even have i mean digital foundry haven't even covered the xbox version i mean there's a few other outlets that covered the xbox version like uh um What's his name? Uh, uh, Open Surprise, and I think uh, that other dudes like from I, I think it's some um, he's from like a Spanish like country that uploads them, and both those had the Xbox running better than the PlayStation version. And the Xbox uses I know Xbox have mesh shaders, and I know that's a big thing about this game on Unreal Engine Five and stuff like that. So I'm just really curious about that. What was uh, the reason they did that? I'm I. And I'm interested in Alan Wake, but just to, between me and you and everybody watching, I've, I've never beaten Alan Wake 1 or American Nightmare. I couldn't get, I, I didn't understand the mechanics of Alan Wake 1, um, and, and, I, and I struggled with it. This one, I watched the the trailer, the, game, the recent gameplay trailer, which was at the other event we're going to talk about. Uh, that kind of spooked the crap out of me, so I don't, know, I don't know if I would make it through the game, even though it's about, the game is what, like, maybe they said, like, but 10 hours, seven, seven to 10 hours, maybe. Um, I don't think it's a uh, ultra long, but yeah, I've noticed that the trend on that, a lot of these companies are making like, you know, pretty short campaigns. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. As long as like the substance that I played was worth yeah. the money that I gave, you know, if I was entertained for like the whole thing, um, it's doing very well. You know, I guess it does give to another argument on like, is Starfield going to be in that game of the year contender? Because like, there's another game that potentially could be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, now I think I don't know what's going on as far as like of how like is if these reviews is like are they very genuine? Are these game are people just you know is something new? So everything people are touching now is like, oh my god, this is great, this is awesome, this is the best game, right? Um, I I, I don't know. It's like uh, I, now I don't have a reason to uh, feel anything about Alan Wake. I think it's 
I think the first one probably reviewed uh, favorably well. Looks like they made a lot of improvements to this one. And um, it's, it's Sam Lake at his best. Um, but yeah, I mean, does it find its way to be a nominee? I saw Paris recent list. He still had Starfield on his list. He added Alan Wake too, but I forgot. What, I don't know. Ah, he removed Sea of Stars. That's what it was. He removed Sea of Stars. Um, so I, I, I think they either they need to expand the list, but I, I don't. I don't want them to, to expand the list. It's like, look, either Starfield makes that list or it doesn't. Like, I don't want them to, because then at that point, Phil, that is the ultimate. You know, they they bent the rules for Starfield, and, and it's just like, look, it. If it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it. But don't don't change mm-hmm. a process that's been this way for years yeah. for your advantage. Oh, man. Like, I, no, I can't really judge me. I, I still haven't um, beaten, like, because um, you've beaten Spider-Man 2 already, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm still, my son, it got to the point my son is further than me in Spider-Man 2. Um, I played, we recorded podcasts last week. And I think at that time I was a level 20 something. It's like when I play Spider-Man, I play it long enough to like get a significant amount done. It's just that didn't play all week last week. Um, I started to play a little bit yesterday. Um, I probably won't get to play at all tonight. Um, and I'm probably not going to play uh, tomorrow just based off the workload I got to do to prepare for Monday. I might play a little bit during a weapon World podcast, but I won't probably do any story content. I'll probably just do the remainder of like the little side quest stuff that, that I've uh, unlocked. Um, but overall, like I said, I'm still enjoying the game. I've never got to play it. I'm literally at like one game at a time right now. After I get through Spider-Man, I want to, you know, finish Assassin's Creed. Um, and then I want to honestly get my hands on, uh, Terminator and RoboCop game. Those are the two games I really want to get my hands on after I get through Spider-Man and, uh, potentially, Assassin's Creed. Have you been uh, looking out for RoboCop or Terminator? Is any of those games peak your Absolutely not. Why not? Come on, I'm pretty sure it just doesn't. It doesn't vibe with me. Like (laughs) they're cool, and I'm sure the people that love them are gonna love them. But yeah, I'm not gonna really vibe with that, and that that's fine. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, the major thing that happened uh prior, so we had two major things in Xbox happen. Actually, a couple things. I don't. No, if we so some more news had released post Xbox uh um sales right because last week we talked about Starfield being the number one best selling game on uh um for the for the month of September uh it was the best selling game on um, Xbox um as well as a uh, PC for that month um seventh uh best selling game uh for the year to date we know that's probably going to change now with the you know release of um spider-man and then obviously uh call of duty probably impact its standings for the overall sales of the year um xbox had the uh, they this all happened within the same week i think they announced on monday that they're having a an event um and the event was on wednesday it was the xbox partners preview where it was pretty much like a xbox third-party state of play essentially right um you got to do i know you did a live event for it you watched it live i didn't watch it live it happened in the middle of my work hours and kind of watched the playback to it but what do you think it, it looks like right after the showcase uh the person that pretty much put that together 
um, who's looking to do more of these, they tweeted. I followed them. I forgot the name of uh, of the person that's doing it. But what do you think of this whole preview uh, event that they're doing? And do you think, you know, this is a good thing for Xbox to do? Um, and how often do you think they should do this? I think that this is a good way to give out information on Game Pass. Yep. I think that they should do this every three months. Uh, if it's not first party, it's third party games coming to the platform. Big, uh, you know, big indies or big third party games coming to Game Pass. I think this is a very good format to use. It's it's like very Nintendo Direct like, which I'm okay with. Uh, you know, I, I think they hit this out of the park now as far as like the content that was on this parker preview didn't really you know uh you know vibe with me as much as it could have other people uh but as far as like what we got i actually really liked what uh what the format was the pacing you know all these aren't supposed to appeal to everyone you know there's some of these events that it's just they're not going to show the games that you like but i i like that they're doing more yeah and I think this is more have to happen because it, eventually they're going to run out of room for third party in their events. You know, when you got a publisher as big as Zenimax and now Activision Blizzard, uh, their primary showcases literally could potentially be all first party, right? Um, so I think these uh, developer directs, I think uh, these partner previews are necessary as Xbox has expanded um, with Activision Blizzard and, and Zenimax and, and the growth of Xbox Game Studios, I think it's definitely necessary. Now, the games, what would you grade this show? I mean, we saw a lot of Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon, which is looking pretty good. Um, the I think North Into the North, I forgot what the name of that, with the little fox. They uh, premiered that. Um, there was Alan Wake that had a you know updated uh, gameplay trailer. Now the game's fully out. We kind of got a better look at that. Um, RoboCop made an appearance. Uh, what would you grade this? Uh, the, the, at least the content that you saw. Uh, the content, I give it like a like a, a C plus. Nothing yeah. really at this event. Really, yeah. I didn't like it. I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't really care for anything mm-hmm. at this. Even the Like a Dragon, which I'm a huge fan of that franchise, <clears throat> with a turn-based new uh, iteration they're doing, that even that, I felt like they showed that wrong. Like, you show a side game, and we still want to see st- stuff on the actual game. I just felt like they could have showed us the main game and maybe spent a shorter trailer of what we saw, and that could have been after the main game trailer. What do you mean? And, uh, isn't that the because the Yakuza's are no, now. like a dragon. That's a that's a mini game. That's not the game. No, no. Oh, but th- what they showed us, they showed us some mini game portions. But like the the Yakuza's turned like turn based. Yes, and that what we saw was a mini game. It wasn't the turn based portion of it. Oh, okay. It, it's pretty much like an Animal Crossing. Okay. And I felt like they could have done better with showing us the base game and then showing us that because now someone like you you didn't even notice like now you know people that don't normally keep up with that stuff they're gonna think that's the whole game <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's true i mean 
Honestly, I, I had again. Uh, I'm I'm with you there. A lot of games in the showcase did not really interest me. There was nothing really big that it was like you know a must have. Obviously, Alan Wick was a nice surprise because they've been aligning themselves with you know PlayStation on a lot of their previews. So it was more so a surprise to see it. We know obviously it's coming to Xbox. Just that it you know premiering on that, um, getting a, an exclusive gameplay look at it uh, was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Robocop, like I said, I'm interested in, in that. I think it looks good. Um, there's a few other things that they showed, but nothing like kind of blew my socks off or anything like that. They've, Xbox has also been done a good job managing expectations with these showcases stuff. I was not expecting the showcase, period. So I guess that's why there's no, you know, we don't have like that disappointing um, as other platform holders where, you know, waiting for a showcase, you finally get an announcement. It's the first one of the year and stuff like that. Like this one was something we've, you know, we've had two other, three other showcases. You had the de developer direct, you had the the, the, the regular showcase, uh, and then you had the Starfield showcase, you had Tokyo Game Show, um, and what, and now Xbox kind of inherits BlizzCon, which is next week. So, I mean, we've like, you know, they've been, been spoiled with showcase and they've all been relatively solid, but yeah, I do uh, agree with you in terms of the content that was on there. Nothing really, you know, was something where it's like, oh man, like that blew me, uh, blew me away or anything like that. Um, I'm looking forward more so to uh, a developer direct, assuming they do it again in January. I agree with you. Um, I want to see their first party one, uh, the yeah. developer direct. And, you know, I want to see more on the Hellblade combat mm -hmm. and more on the systems that make up Avowed. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, like, so the 2024, again, it's, it's a... I'm curious to see what's going to be the main pillars. We knew, obviously, going into this, uh, going into 2023, that it was Starfield and it was Redfall, you know, um, Forza, you know, were the, like, the main things. Minecraft, we knew were coming. Hi-Fi Rush being a surprise. I'm curious to see what's going to hold down 2024. What is really, truly the big game for 2024? Is it Hellblade 2? Is it Avowed? Um, uh, I know T Towerborn is going to be probably an equivalent to Minecraft uh legends which is probably going to be the first game of the of the three to release but uh, i want to see more of uh uh hellblade 2 and avowed and, and if avowed remember the conversation around avowed was a bit strange because they were talking about like pre-alpha early development um but the game was targeting 2024 um i'm curious to see if that still remains true and, and i want to know where all their marketing bucks is going to go to this year in terms for game is it going to be this is how you can determine if xbox first party is going to have like a, a major release what's going to be their big game um it depends on how they you know advertise where that marketing dollar is going to go towards if, is it going to be a first party game or is it going to be something third party that they secure into game pass um but um and i feel like 2023 is going to be a hard year to top but i am just curious to see what else happens in 2024 um you know do you think is it's hellblade and avowed pretty much in towerborn i think we might get a surprise one game in there um maybe indiana jones like yeah, holiday did, of 2024 you did mention that um that you you've said that a couple times too that you uh if, if there's gonna be a surprise it 
probably would be um, Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, imagine if you know, because I, I, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the art direction and the latest Avowed trailer, I know that's still going to be a solid game. Yeah, because Obsidian ain't never made a bad game, really. So you know, that's going to be a decent game. Hopefully, Hellblade, I think, is going to hit it out of the park. Um, you know that tower game is made by a very prominent developer Mm -hmm. as well so uh, you know i think 2024 if they can get those game pass games it's going to be just as big as it is 2023 and i think xbox has had a fantastic 2023 yeah yeah they they have they have to um but they got to open up strong it looks like they're you know putting their marketing it's good to see them marketing the consoles again dude um uh, i've been seeing that uh those little teasers uh with the with the star fill with the xbox series x the power of your dreams marketing coming back is always uh good to see because it's like all right cool i think and, and maybe this is just me but i do think that they're kind of going away from solo like for the past couple of years i think you would agree that the majority of the marketing for xbox has been around game pass yeah yeah uh, but i think they're starting to pull that back a little bit and starting to market the whole brand the whole ecosystem now yeah and and, and that also says a lot because if you think about it the preview program game pass wasn't all that prominent i think only game pass had like one um game in there i think everything else were just like standard buy games uh st- games that you uh purchase in my in my ex every game that was shown at the thing weren't game pass yeah that's what i think because the past couple events you know, it went from half of them being in Game Pass, all of them being in all of them being in Game Pass, half of them being in Game Pass, mm-hmm. and now it's just like a couple's in Game Pass, and the majority of them is first party. Yeah, yeah. So if if, if that's the case, you know what I mean, and they looking to like you know sell uh, video games again. Obviously, the, uh, they hope people naturally you know flow into Game Pass, but like I said, they shouldn't you know you know lose out on sales at the expense of Game Pass. You know, if you yeah, got a see- banger. Sell it because Cyberpunk isn't in Game Pass, and they and they, and they advertising that. Yeah, here's my thing: if you sell a console, that's most likely eventually going to lead into a Game Pass yeah. subscription. Yeah, you yeah. know, as long as you do what you're supposed to, right? That's most likely in the end going to end up to them being in Game Pass because what they're going to do is they're going to end up subscribing to a variety of things. Um, you know, the the vast games that's coming out, you're going to eventually get one of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's true, and and I think uh, back during the time I was ranting about Starfield marketing prior before they kicked it off, um, I was like, "Yo, they don't understand that the only way you're gonna get more Game Passes subscribers is if you sell more consoles. Sure, people can subscribe on PC, people can subscribe on uh, the phones and TVs, but realistically, majority of those subs are gonna come from consoles, and they have to market the console so people can buy the consoles. And now, pretty much." anybody who buys a console now effectively has to subscribe to game pass remember there's no more xbox live right it's, it's game pass core right and uh game pass uh it's game pass core and game pass um ultimate i think if i forgot how many tiers there is but i think there's three uh game pass core game pass consoles and, and game pass ultimate that's what it is um so yeah so by default you know, if somebody buys an Xbox today, even if they don't subscribe to this, the the Game Pass, we know they're they're subscribing to Game Pass Core just to get an Xbox Live account, essentially. Um, and so that's 
should have uh, wonders. We know Xbox financials is going to be bonkers the next quarter because they get to count all those Call of Duty sales. Uh, what do you think of that? Sorry, they're talking to what did you say? I said, um, I, I said, um, oh my God. I mentioned the, um, I was talking about, initially talking about them marketing the console and everybody who buys an Xbox console effectively is a Game Pass subscriber because there's no more Xbox Live. Um, the Xbox Lives is now Game Pass. Oh yeah, forward. you're talking about anyone that buys a console and yeah. want online in infrastructure online, they do have to get into that core. Yeah. And, and not to mention the core does have a good catalog of like mm. games that's in Game Pass. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's like a mini Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. It has all their uh, first part. It's pretty much the starter kit, man. Like with the Gears, with the Halo, Hellblade. Is um, I think the Outer Worlds is in there. There's a there's a quite a few games, uh, uh, quality games too, first party games that are in that uh, Game Pass core. Um, and then I said uh, they're gonna their finance financial is gonna be looking crazy uh, next quarter because they're gonna be able to include all those Call of Duty sales. <laughs> um, into the into their financials so uh it's, it's going to be interesting to see how everything you know uh plays out but now that the activision blizzard deal has closed you know bethesda has uh you know released their first batch of games for xbox and starfield has made a lot of money um starfield was i think microsoft said so Game Pass saw its highest subscription, single day subscription, uh, subscription count in one day to day Starfield release. Um, I'm curious to see how many subscribers subscribed to Game Pass during release. If that for them to mention, like, hey, this was like we got the most subscriptions in a single day when this game uh, came out. Uh, What would be the context? What does that look like? I know it's hard to say without them releasing actual figures, but you know, go figure. You 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 deliver good games and and people come. Like it's just like we've said this for the longest time. You know, you could have the subscription services, the console, the controller, the online infrastructure. It's the games that's going to get people to come. Yeah, and you know, you get you games that can hit just like Starfield did, and you'll you'll see those numbers go up and. You know, you give them consistently, like a good big game every three months with smaller indies between. They'll they'll not only maintain that number, but they'll grow it. But it's like Xbox got to get that number good. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You're absolutely right on that one. Um, there's a oh damn, these celebrities passing. Oh my god. Um, you ever watch Friends? Yeah, that dude passed away, I saw. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Um, but other than that, I mean, there was a big shakeup at Microsoft, right? And this comes off the heels of Sony also having like a, a, a shakeup. Um, is this... Now, do you look at this as, I, I see people talking about this and it's like, they saying it's positive. We know Matt Booty and Sarah Bond both got a promotion, right? Um, they're both head up like really prominent. I think to the point Matt Booty is now overseeing both Xbox Game Studios and Beth- ZeniMax. Um, and that's pretty much 
part of the integration process. What does this uh, this shakeup mean? We know one of their key marketing people left. A few people got promoted. Phil Spencer's still the person in charge, but what does this mean? And who is set up to take over next? Is it Sarah Bond or Matt Booty? I was looking at it like it said Sarah Bond's over Xbox software, but apparently Matt Booty's still over the studios. Like that that makes no sense to me. Like does that mean Sarah Bond's over him? Like like she's the one that greenlights games now? Like, does that mean like in Xbox, he, to me, it looked like he is in charge of Zenimax. She's in charge of Xbox. And then eventually they'll get someone in charge of Activision. I'm assuming right now it's Bobby. So I'm just like, what, where does this end? Like, what what roles does Matt Biddy do it now at Xbox? Like, I personally feel like they haven't came out openly, mm-hmm. but this is the transition period, and he's going to be hands-off entirely now with the Xbox, and that's going to be sarah's job because to me it makes no sense she's in charge of all of xbox but games well oh so let me i'm gonna try to see if i can find that organizational chart again um i think tom warren had it up um man man where's my likes i I think i know i liked an, an, an image that had it but because I, I I'm trying to get some clear clear clarity on that as well because this, uh, you know, a group of people yeah are they like equals or like who oversees who, in the, in the, in that scenario because she's over not just our, she it's hardware and software like she's launching the next Xbox console assuming she stays in the position. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's what I'm I'm really really uh curious about um. But you think Phil Spencer is going to be more hands off? So we, you think we see Phil Spencer less, um, like because Phil Spencer has always been front center in front of the camera and the microphone at the interviews and stuff like that. And and the thing is, like he, because the thing is, he's in a position really he doesn't really have to be present. Do you think? Do you think his? Uh, um, we see him more, see him less. I think it'll be exactly how you see him now. You'll see him for big moments that they feel like his presence needs to be there. Mm-hmm. But I do think you'll start seeing more Sarah Bond. And to be honest with you, we've been see- seeing more Sarah Bond and less Phil for the past couple of years. So you know, I don't know if that is just how it's going to be going forward, or is we're going to see even more Sarah and less uh, Phil. Uh, you know, I do feel like we're in the last stages of Phil's career. Mm-hmm. I think he'll probably retire before the next generation. You, oh, oh, you think he'll retire before the next launch of the next Xbox? Yeah. Uh, neither that or he'll retire right after their launch. <clears throat> yeah, that's going to be interesting. That 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 will be interesting um, if that um, if that do happen because like he's also like he's in a a major uh, position. Um, so that that yeah, how how do you how do you think the industry's gonna react to that, man? Just depends on who replaces them, you know. Um, I'm thinking that they're they're soling up Sarah Bonner replace him at this point. Uh, so I think the chances of her, because to me, Sarah is naturally gonna go that because 
she's kind of she kind of has the job he used to have yeah so i'm kind of curious like if he retires do they pick someone else because to me i prefer them to pick someone from his team mm-hmm. that's got similar ideology yeah like, that's I'd hate, true. yeah yeah i'd hate for them to replace him with someone else and we have another dawn metric position yeah that, uh, that's situation. the scary thing is like yeah it has to be somebody that's in that in that in that core <laughs> right because you, if somebody else do come, they come and shake up the whole thing. Next thing you know, you stay selling off freaking Zenimax and Activision Blizzard and stuff like that. Um, I think so. Sarah Bond's new position, she's the president of Xbox, overseeing all Xbox platform hardware and software. And Matt Booty uh, promoted to president of game content and studios including now overseeing Zenimax and Bethesda. So there is uh, some uh, disparity between their roles, but they're more like equals. Um, uh, It's just that Matt Booty's focus is more so on the games and Sarah's um, focus is more so as the platform as a whole. Um, So I would think Sarah's job is probably more important uh the Matt Booty's at this case. And I wonder uh what happens when uh they when Bobby Kotick leaves, what do they do with that? Does that fall under Matt Booty or do they just bring somebody up from Activision Blizzard? Uh I think Matt Booty's gonna be handling the Zenimax now. You know, because the way that Phil Spencer mentioned in that interview is like we want to make sure another red fall situation doesn't happen so i think i think Did he actually say that though uh in the interview that uh in the article i read it said that phil said that oh okay uh so i don't know if maybe i misread it but what i read from that is like look <clears throat> we understand that we messed up with that we needed to be more hands-on to that but what we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure from here going on out mm-hmm that they have everything they need. That's why I think, you know, Bethesda's going to run exactly how Bethesda's always ran, but they're mm-hmm. going to have they're going to have someone constantly above them, which is Matt Booty, that he's like I don't know if he's going to be doing quality check. That's what I think he would be doing. Cuz to me, if you don't put someone in that position when it wasn't in that position without him doing quality checks. Yeah. Cuz at that point, why is he there? Is he just there to be like what do you need cuz they were already doing that? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm curious. It's crazy because all right, so Pete Hines retired, right? So I, I wonder how much of his leaving also impacted what they did. It was Pete Hines a robot? Did he retire at, at a point where honestly being uh, avoiding any uh, a layoff? Right. It is kind of interesting that he he left right after uh, Starfield. So it kind of makes me think that, like, was that your original intention? Or mm-hmm. maybe he didn't like the way Microsoft was handling certain things behind closed doors. Uh, you know, maybe, like, an internal struggle happened after Redfall 2 that he got some of the blame. So it's just like, I don't know. We'll never know the, <clears throat> what exactly is going on. But it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we should. We shall see. Um what else did uh occurred uh it's been a really dry week for xbox yeah for xbox i mean yeah it has i mean with the exception of the you know the preview 
and in uh the corporate uh news um you know people are still i know people are still uh tweeting about um you know starfield and uh uh a forza despite all these great games that are uh coming out um but yeah the year is pretty much almost over we got one more major release to come out which is call of duty um Alan Wake's uh, doing good. Spider Man's doing good. Obviously, Starfield um, is is doing good and is, is still getting um, uh, play time. I feel like uh, what game there was like. I feel like there's a. I didn't realize there was a game that came out, and I didn't realize it actually came out. Uh, Blade Runner, Ghost Runner Two. That is that out, or am I tripping? I don't know. I've been so in my persona bag here recently, just trying to finish that up that I kind of neglected anything else. And I've been out of the weather. So today, like I, I slept most of the day. Damn, when I'm just like, I mean, do you know what, uh, when you probably got sick or whatever? Not really. It, it could be a variety of things. Um, it's okay. just been a long week. No, I'm... I, I know Grace was sick last week, so she probably gave it to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a, a a scenario. Usually, when she gets sick, I get sick after, or vice versa. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, it's but yeah, you're right. It was a light news week, so we just wanted to catch up on a few things. Hopefully, next time we do this podcast, I would have more games under my belt. Like I said, I've been like it, it's a weird time for me. Um, right now, um, because I'm not. It's crazy. I'm not able to game as much. I'm, I'm not able to produce the videos um, because I'm not gaming. Um, so I've been really funny, like kind of low key. The funny thing is people always be like, I get, I beat this game. I beat that game. I've never really entertained that, mm-hmm. that fight. Well, like how many games you beat this mm-hmm. year. But if I were to count the games I beat every year, it would be more than the majority of people that saying that shit. Like I, I beat just about every game that's came out this year in terms of like third party. Mm-hmm. There's some that I skipped. I beat a lot of indies. I'll probably beat fifty plus games this year. So Yeah, I mean you 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 probably have. I think I'm at I'm probably by by the time that the year is over, I'll probably finish out with like twenty. I mean I go obviously I'm gonna finish Spider Man. I, I I plan to finish Assassin's Creed. I wanna finish this game. Um uh when Robocop comes out, Terminator, I'm probably gonna get through those. Uh, I still have to get through Hogwarts Legacy, and um, oh my god, what else game did I end up that came out? I have to get through Hogwarts Legacy. There's another game that came out that was big that I either dropped or didn't even. Last year, <clears throat> I reviewed like 20 games, and that, and I don't, I only like put a video up for like half the games I actually beat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Trina, you'd be beating like some of these like specific games that I wouldn't even freaking touch. Um, those complicated no, like ass Persona. RPGs, man. Um, I'm going to beat Tactics next week. You're going to beat it next week? Have you started? Yeah. No, I don't have it yet. Oh, I'm gonna. I, I do need to send an email trying to get early access to it. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't think I'm touching that with a 10-foot pole. That's the, that's the even worse version of RPG than the standard turn base, in my opinion. Um, oh, that's my favorite. That's a funny part. Yeah. The turn base shit. Yeah, I'm uh, now, and I think Xbox still got like this killer instinct thing to go. Uh, any idea or when the uh, <laughs> game of the year nominations are 
do to us? I think you you mentioned like I gotta follow the game of words, but I didn't know if there was like a date that just typically happens. I would say within a week to two we'll have the the nominations. We're about to be in November. Yeah. So I assume he's going to tell us a good month before it comes out. Then again, <clears throat> he might low key. Like we sit there and we say about, you know, Starfield not getting this, Starfield not getting that. I bet you he's sitting over there having a full panic attack. Like, what do I do? Like, cause, cause you, the majority of the games that would be in there this year, they're all, they're all console exclusives. Yeah. Like there's all like Mario, Final Fantasy, Zelda, Starfield, like Spider-Man. Yeah. You're yeah, you're right. Uh, um like I said, it's like the games like I think there's gonna be one uh Hi-Fi Rush. I think there's gonna be one game from every platform on that list. Mark my words. I mean, there should be, I mean that's that's they're gonna pick Zelda, Spider Man, Starfield, and the other three would be multiplats. So that means, uh, so that if, my thing is, I don't think Zelda should make it. I think you nominate Mario. I think Zelda deserves it. I do. I think Mario's a good game too. So if they gave it to both, I wouldn't really be saying too much. But it, but... it would be nice to be like, all right, you get Zelda. Spider-Man, Starfield, and then the other three multi-plots because I wouldn't nominate Final Fantasy. Uh, the the multi-plot games is what? B- Baldur's Gate. I think Baldur's Gate didn't even count, though, but whatever. Baldur's Gate. Um, what is the... Uh, what other... I'd be interested a lot. I know... Uh, uh, damn, Hogwarts or... I mean, they, they'll probably nominate Alan Wake. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. We'll see, man. But again, Addict, thank you for another episode of Planet Xbox Podcast, episode 21. We'll see you guys next week for another new episode. We'll see what happens this week. Um, I'm trying. Uh, like I said, I got a lot going on for work, but I'm at the tail end of it, so I should be able to get back on my grind, hopefully Thursday onward. I got I take my test on Wednesday, uh, and then I get through my budget, uh, I think, Monday and Tuesday. So, we're almost there. We're almost at the finish line, and I can play some video games and talk about them. Uh, Addy, got anything to say before we get out of here? No, I got some uh, good videos. I was going to stream today, but I just I was in condition to stream and entertain yeah. for hours at a time. I was like, I'll stream next week, and you know, really, because I want to do a weekly stream. You know, I, I, I but I want to make it fun. Like, I don't want to talk about news for the most part. There'll be a section in the screen where we talk about news, but it's not going to be de- dedicated to news. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I got to check out your recent stream. You did a stream last Saturday. Yes. Yeah, and man. that was like a, and I got like 110 people in there. The that opening was like night. A beta, so. That was a, like a beta test. Or like a little, like yeah. It challenge. wasn't even planned. It like really wasn't planned that well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm hoping I go in there with, you know, some good plans some stuff to, to go over i think it'll be good all right man looking forward to it man as for me guys you can catch me on weapon will podcast uh every sunday i'll be there tomorrow obviously playing xbox podcast saturdays patreons first um and like i said i'll be back next week with some video content thank you guys for watching as always xbox is the best box i am the best spot good night or good morning if you're on the other side of the globe i'm out of here peace
Well, how long was that? 